You and I know that making smart financial decisions can be challenging. But in the 21st century, financial freedom is no longer just for the 1% wealthy. It is for you and me. The question is, how do we find time, avoid making painful mistakes, and find the best resources to help us reach our financial goals? Join me on my journey helping busy families figure out how they can gain financial confidence and clarity, get actionable tips, and learn from the best experts on how to stop trading time for money. It is now the time you started living your best financial life. My name is Anna Shergunina, and welcome to the Money Boss Podcast. When you're connected to the work you love, you're able to achieve your greatest professional potential and create the career of your dreams. In my conversation today with Alexia Ferrari, a talent development and human capital specialist, is going to share why developing your own professional brand has roots for you not only to get in love with the work you do, whether you work for an organization or you run your own business, but also to really get you excited to jump out of bed in the morning. Hey, Money Bosses. Welcome back to the Money Boss Podcast. I am excited for today's conversation. I've got an awesome guest. Her name is Alexia Ferrari, and she is a talent development and human capital specialist. And it just sounds so sophisticated and so awesome. So I had to bring her on. And um, just a bit a bit of a kind of a backstory. I've known Alexia for quite some time, and we actually had an opportunity to work together in my company where um, the topic that we're discussing today um, has been really of interest to me. And so she's trained my team. And I think this is very relevant to all of our busy professional lives um, trying to kind of figure out how do we um, bring the biggest value we have to, um, you know, not only to our families, but to, to the marketplace, to the workplace. Uh, so, Alexia, I'm so excited for you to join us here today. Welcome. Thank you so much, Anna. It's truly an honor to be here. And I, I sincerely appreciate that um, very kind and warm introduction. I, awesome. Yeah. So why don't I know you can tell you can talk a lot about this topic. And so we want to focus on the power of professional brand. And it took yes. me a little while to actually understand, especially, yes. you know, for someone like me, and I know a lot of our listeners um, probably fall in the same category. Um, and it's like, the, the minute I hear that, I'm like, oh, is that like the, that LinkedIn profile I supposed to make? <laughs> right. and, and also like, okay, I have my own business. Uh, what is my professional brand? So there's a lot of these thoughts that come to mind when we hear about this topic. But before we get into like the, the weeds of it, I'd love for you to share a little bit about how you got started and like what really yeah. sparked an interest for you to focus Absolutely. on this. It's really of different. Course. Yeah, absolutely. No, I know it's a different concept and um, I'm excited to share with you be because it is so different. Um, and I want people to look at professional branding through a brand new lens. By the end of this podcast, I want you to understand how you can harness and channel um, the talents and gifts within yourself to navigate the career, curate the career of your dreams truly, and use that um, so you can show up for yourself and show up for your families um, so you can really just have it all. I mean, I truly believe you can, you can have it all. You can curate that life design, um, but it starts 
with what's going on inside. So yes, LinkedIn, that's definitely a part of marketing and branding, but that's only one component. And I truly believe there's these foundational pillars that you kind of have to um, finesse first. Um, but before we get into that, I get so excited. I just want to jump right in. Um, but yes, I, <laughs> I've been doing this work. It's, it's the work of my heart. Um, for the past 10 years, I've been in in work uh, supporting the Department of Defense. I'm, I'm a defense contractor helping the Navy um, with, with leadership development programming, human capital development. I do strategic communication for my company personally. And at the end of the day, I help uh, professionals grow and rise together, giving them tools, whether or not it's a workshop, a training, um, whether or not it's ideas and strategies to help build that culture and that community so people um, are building that trust and that, those relationships within the organization so they can get the hard work done. Our mission is, is really important. We, we essentially, um, I mean, we, we work to make sure that our country is safe, right? Like all of the, the special projects, and I can't talk about those projects because a lot of them are, are secret, right? Um, but the point is, is that, that our mission is, is very critical. And so our people have to be on point. Um, but I truly believe that at the heart of it, for them to be on point and for them to be in flow and, and to have the best ideas come to mind, they have to get the other stuff right first inside of themselves so they can show up in the right way. Um, and so, you know, I started getting into this work uh, because I, I, at the time, I was um, working for uh, an admiral, and um, I, I, won't, I won't mention his name for anonymity purposes, but I was working for um, a very high-ranking admiral, and um, at the time, he was a captain, but he he started talking to me about personal growth, development, and he kind of drug me in to, to not only learning some of these leadership principles, but helping him to run some of the programs they already had within the command that I supported. So I started learning from, from coaches, um, you know, how they would set up these programs, how they would help, you know, their students um, up-level, become the best versions of themselves. And you know, over time, I found, man, I am really, really obsessed um, with helping other people to unlock something so special in themselves. So they're connected with work that they love. Um, and, and they're really getting to show up in a really brilliant way. I mean, I want people jumping out of bed in the morning because the mission work that they do is so important to them. Like they get it. Um, and, and they don't feel like they're just kind of going through motions at a job that doesn't matter. Like they understand the impact behind it. And so getting to do this work has helped me to, um, channel that for people and really get in touch with that. And so over time, um, I ended up, uh, launching, uh, and proposing a, a brand new leadership program for that command. And that's something that I lead today. We bring a uh, training segments every single month to this, this command, um, helping people, um, to have access to personal development tools, um, to growth mindset, leadership principles, to like use nuggets they can use, like learn within an hour and then apply it back on the job. Um, and, you know, I eventually realized that, hey, like, I want to kind of do this on a bigger scale. Like, I know I'm helping some really important people in a very important industry, but I just think there's there's more, even more that I can, I can do. And so I wanted to, to build a community um, where I could just kind of take this kind of information to the masses. And so I wanted to to help women in particular is where I started. And so I launched a women um, empowerment company. 
and it was called the sexy side of, of life. Um, and it was, the whole idea was that we were flipping the script and what it meant to be, to be a woman and, and to be sexy, sexy had nothing to do with the physicality, um, piece. It all had to do with, um, unlocking your talents and gifts. Like that's sexy. Um, it had to do with, um, being an incredible mom and, and balancing it all and really being able to show up as, you know, the best version of who you are and still honoring all the things that provide you fulfillment. Uh, so I ended up launching this company. I kicked it off with a really big event, uh, which I was so, I was so just humbled by the amount of people that gathered from all over the country, um, to support this event. Uh, we curated speakers that were just incredible. Uh, you know, we had Janelle Delgado, uh, be our um, keynote speaker and, and she's a business strategist and she's, also empowering, you know, women and not just women, but men and women in business, you know, all over the world. Um, and it was just such an awesome event to be able to like kickstart this business. You know, but what I found over time after I started launching programs to help people, I realized that the work that, that I'm really good at and where I was helping people most in these programs, which weren't even really designed for this specific thing was helping people to understand what's the work of their heart. What is the work that's going to just light them on fire, get them jumping out of bed in the morning so they can go um, and do the work that just really fills them up. Um, and, and not only that, it's either, you know, figuring it out, number one, um, and landing the work because people have a lot of heart or time with the job seeking process. How do you market yourself and get yourself to a place where you can communicate your talents and gifts in the right way so you can actually land this job that you figured out that you want to go do? And then the other piece is, hey, I'm with a great company, but like I need to figure out how I can communicate who I am to my teams in the best way possible. So again, branding, right? Um, so I can, I can attract and, and, and be magnetic to the opportunities around me. I can um, create positions for myself. I can go do those projects that are really hard. I can volunteer, um, you know, to, to, to lead that program or, or whatever it is. Um, so that kind of became the focus. And so I guess you could say it's a sister company now to the sexy side of life is the Ferrari factor. And I just, I got the name really for identifying in myself what my own X factor was and, and kind of going through that journey and just really desiring to help uncover what that is for other people. And so now I train organizations, uh, not only the Navy, because I, I do a lot of trainings, you know, for them around this topic as well. Um, but uh, other companies learning how we can use branding, professional branding uh, inside of the organization. So we can really up level, provide new opportunities um, and then well as job job seekers as well. So um, it's it's really um, quite an honor to get to do the work. I don't take it lightly um, because I think it's it's such an important, important job for, um, I think it's so important for people to, you know, connect to that work that they love because I feel like they're able then to un, untap, you know, their, their, their greatest potential, you know, once they connect to that. Yeah, just just hearing you explain all of this <laughs> gives me goosebumps in a good way, right? It's like, oh my gosh, all of these things you're talking about is is really what I want personally, right? This is what I wanted for my team as well. So going going through all of this 
stop trying to uncover, like you said, like what makes me jump out of bed? Well, I mean, being a mom, right? A business owner, a lot of things are just hard. hard. <laughs> Jumping out of bed in the morning, sometimes it's like <laughs> you don't jump out of bed. <laughs> um, you but when you think about, <laughs> right. Um, but when you think about this in, 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 in look at your professional career, right. And how, I guess my, my kind of thought for you um, today is, is this something that everyone can do at any time in their career? When do you start? Like, how do you launch into something like that? Because and, and Gosh, like, a professional brand sounds like really big, right? Like it's really it exciting. Does. It so, does. Yeah. When, when honestly, yeah. Like I think when we when we say professional brand, a lot of people listening to this, depending on where you are in your career, you're probably saying, "Wow, that's really not for me." Um, you know, I'm at the beginning stages. That's for someone who's figured it all out. They're already, you know, providing a niche service of some kind, and that's just not for me. And what I'm here to tell you is a professional brand is, is for everyone, every, every professional that has um, a dream on their heart, right? Someone who has that desire to provide value in some way. Maybe you don't know what it is yet, but it doesn't mean that it's, it's not there. You want to do something big to create impact. Um, so what I want to tell you is that a brand is not just for an organization. It's not just for the company that provides a product or service. It's for the individual contributor. It's for the individual employee that's providing value um, at the company level. And um, once we start to, to understand well, what that means, then we can start to do some really special things in the career. Uh, so there's these five uh, pillars that I like to talk about when it comes to professional branding that I think anybody can use at any level. I think you got to start building that foundation. And, and these pillars essentially are the foundation to, to building brands. I've used these principles uh, through and through for myself. And um, I, I really believe that they're what helped to uh, ignite my, my own career. Um, and, and I, and I don't say this in a boastful way, but um I use these concepts um, to help me do the work that I wanted to do, to, to use the vision I had for my career and the kind of work that I wanted to do. Um, and I was able to um, literally create every job that I had. And that's not very typical in a company. Usually in a company, there's a uh, there's job position, there's positions, position descriptions, and you kind of stay within these confines. And what I want people to think beyond is that, um, you know, how can I provide value within a company, right? And it's not necessarily within the confines of a position description. Sometimes it's volunteering for things and, and making it happen. So that's kind of what I want you to be thinking about when we share these, these principles, you can make it happen. You can create the job. It's kind of like having an entrepreneur mindset within the workplace model, um, which I think is really special. Um, so I, I guess I'll just get into the principles. Would that be helpful for you, Anna? I think it would be definitely helpful because it would help everyone listening just to kind of see, okay, what is it that I need to work on? And I yeah. need to identify like the five yeah, of that, are, yeah. that are really cool. So yes, let's do that. <laughs> okay. Awesome. So number one, the first brand pillar that you have to identify is what is your X factor? And, you know, we've all, we've all heard the term X factor. We've seen the show and essentially it's the thing that makes you super unique. It's, it's that competency, that expertise, 
that skill? What is that thing that makes you stand out? Even if you have the same title as every other person in your company, say there's like a a million other people with the same title. You guys all do different nuances to the job perhaps, but there's something inside of you that makes you different. And so what I'm challenging you to understand is what makes you unique. And if you don't know what that thing is, maybe an exercise you can do for yourself is, um, asking how am I solving problems for my current client or for my current company, right? What, it, what is that thing that I do that, Hey, I do it the best. Like, <laughs> um, people come to me, they seek me out to do this thing. I don't care if it's, you know, getting a document signed, you know, writing a brief or, you know, if it's, if it's helping somebody in some way, you know, what is that thing and kind of you know, figuring it out. And it's probably tied to what your X factor is. Um, and the thing to think about too, before you get started, and I should have said this at the beginning is to, to note in my position right now, um, or we're not even in my position in life. Um, what am I known for? Like, what am I known for? And to kind of take that holistic inventory, you know, before you start really mapping out the brand pillars here. Um, and what you can find out is that typically there's a little bit of what I call it brand dissonance where there's our brand disconnect. And, um, the thing that you were currently known for is not the thing that you want to be known for. Um, so then you're kind of finding the path to, to, um, build the brand that makes sense for you. So you can get to do the, the work that, that you love. Um, and so the, the second pillar that we have is energetic currency, So how we show up every single day truly matters. And I think this is, I would say, arguably arguably one of the most important uh, pieces um, to branding. Um, We're always thinking external with our brand, like the aesthetics, the colors, how we're showing up, right? And um, that is important. But what's more important is how you make people feel. The end of the day, when you are in someone's presence, how do you make them feel? Uh, There's a study um, that has indicated that hiring managers um, use um, likability um, equally, if not more than technical competency when they're making a decision if they're going to hire you. So likability, well, likability comes from how you make people feel. So the one way we can we can really be magnetic in, in our persona um, is, is really checking ourselves and saying, Hey, like, how do I want people to feel when they're around me? Am I coming to work with a positive attitude? Um, you know, am I, am I really, um, bringing the best version of myself because energy is transferable. So if I come up in this kind of like angry bird, you know, mood, um, we tend to, we tend to, we tend to imprint that on other people. And then before you know it, that creates a really, um, bad impact on a company, especially when we're like a boutique company or for small, so Anna, like yours, um, we can reach every single person in the company <laughs> in a few minutes. Right. That's <laughs> and if we're in a bad mood, it just kind of drains everything. So I encourage my clients to think about what is your brand energy? You know, for me, it's, it's fun. Like I, I want you to feel fun. I want you to feel energized. And I want you to feel super creative, um, when you're around me and I want to unleash that in you. Um, I want you to tap into that part of yourself when you're in my presence. Um, so a part of your brand, what, what do you want to do? Like, how do you want people to feel? Do you want them to feel challenged, motivated, whatever it is, it needs to be a high frequency. Okay. I talk about, 
um, the Hawkins scale a lot, which is this vibrational scale of emotions, essentially, when you kind of you get to the, the top of the scale, it's like that self-actualization piece. And at the low part of the scale, it's like anger, sadness, shame, those types of things. Well, we want to be vibrating at the top of the scale, right? Um, because when we're vibrating high, we become super magnetic. So if you're making people feel good in your presence, guess what? <laughs> you're going to be magnetic to the things that you like, the things that you're excited about, to the projects you care about, to the clients you want to attract, um, to the kind of the kind of work you want to be doing. Maybe it's not the work you're doing yet, but the work you want to be doing. So just being really conscious of, of what that looks like on a day-to-day basis for you. And hey, it's hard. Emotional intelligence is a hard thing because there's stress. Um, that's happening within the workplace. We got a lot of stuff going on at home. Um, (laughs) The world is going through a lot of transformation right now and that weighs heavy on us. And so we have to carry a lot of emotional baggage already. And then we're being asked to show up to a space in a really positive high vibe state. And that's, that can be hard. Um, So, you know, I like to give people tools that what they can do to kind of keep themselves in that high state. And one of the easiest things I can probably share with you today is just to know that you can transform your state within 60 seconds. And you can do so literally just with using your breath and your body. For some reason, <laughs> you know, it's, it's scientific, truly. Like when you start using your breath, um, you can center yourself. It literally decreases um, you know, your, your heart rate. Your heart's beating really fast. It just calms you down. It centers you. Um, if you move your arms and kind of march in place a little bit, I'd like to dance. Um, you know, I turn a little bit of music and I high vibe myself up. And um, if I'm in that bad state, I then get connected to the brand energy that I really want to be bringing to the table. Um, it releases endorphins and whether you want to or not, you're just going to feel better. So we think it's super woo woo and kind of dorky, right? Oh gosh, I'm going to sit in my cube and, and march around, <laughs> which I mean, you can go for a walk. Okay. Pop in your earbuds. You don't have to look like a a crazy person. (laughs) You can can do it any which way you want that makes sense for you. But, you know, I usually shut the door to my office when I used to go into the office. Um, And I I would just, you know, jam out for a few seconds if I, if I found myself feeling a certain way. Um, But anyway, that's, that's a key, your energetic currency. What is your brand energy? Um, Number three is your influence. Influence is, is, is huge because you cannot be a leader. You, You can't inspire action from other people, whether that's to work with you, to say yes to you being the lead on a project, um, saying yes to you getting the job when you can not lead yourself, right? You don't have any followers, right? So we have to be able to influence people and how they think about your ideas and your concepts. Um, And the way we do that is is through influence. So one of the most important things I could say to you, how do you, how do you, create influence in yourself. Well, it does take time. Okay. It doesn't happen overnight. That's something to to just keep in mind. So you just kind of keep building this throughout your career. But the number one way we can create influence with with people um, is to be a champion of people, to be a cheerleader for other people. Uh, So that's through praise. That's through through giving people acknowledgement when it is deserved. So if you're on a team with somebody right now, I don't care if you're a manager, I don't care if you're a high level leader, this is for every single type of person. even if you're looking for a job, I want you to be giving people praise just in your surroundings, okay? Because that's going to energize you to get to the right, um, uh, the right state in your mind, okay? Um, when we praise other people, it builds trust, and and 
people do business with people that they know and people that they trust. Um, so if, if you can build that relationship, so every time, you know, you hear something good and you say, Hey, Hey Sally, like you did a, a really great job, um, on, on that project the other day, like awesome, awesome work, whatever. Um, guess what? Like Sally's gonna say, Oh, wow. Thank you so much. And so the next time, the next time, if you keep curating that relationship with people genuinely, right? Like, so if they genuinely do a good job, praising them publicly is even better. Um, the next time you have an idea or you want to go do something, they're going to be listening. Okay. They're going to listen up because you've built that relationship with them and you've been a champion for them. So they're going to want to be a champion for you. Um, so that's something to, to, to think about. There's a statistic, and I believe it's 50% of people in the workplace or employees in the workplace do not feel valued at work. They don't feel recognized uh, in the workplace for their, their hard efforts. And that's astounding to me. So it means there's a lot of impact to be made in that in that area. Um, there's a lot of, a lot of work uh, to, to be done. Uh, now, there's a lot of other things we can do to, to create influence. Um, it, it really comes down you know, to our, our relationships, um, getting feedback um, from, from other people. Um, but I'll, I'll, I'll share with you another really important one. And I, I go through all the different pieces when I, when I train on this topic. I know we kind of went through it in detail uh, with your organization, Anna. But I'd say a, a huge one is um, just really um, being able to navigate uh, your organizational climate. So I like to call this political savvy. Um, So we want to understand the mission of the organization, right? Um, So we want to understand like what's the the, the mission, the vision, the goals of whatever organization we're currently a part of. And then we want to match our current mission, vision, and our personal values with that with that mission and, and their vision. And when you marry the two, um, you're in alignment. Like you're in, you're in lockstep um, with uh, the organization and the moves you make make sense to the leaders around you. So when you start to take action, um, it's in alignment, it helps them. And they can see that. They can see that the actions you're taking in, in your space and in your job make sense for where, where they're, where they're going. Um, and that's, that's super, uh, super important to, to think about. Um, and then I would say consistency is probably another huge one. So being consistent um, is a great thing because people feel comfortable with consistency. And <laughs> the more consistent you are, people feel safe in your presence. And that means it's trust, right? So trust creates influence. Um, so if you're consistent with your quality, for example, so say as an employee, um, you're always delivering like top notch work all the time, like your clients know that they can trust you, right. And they're going to come back to you maybe for more business. Or, um, if, if your client quote unquote is, you know, internal, right. Like you don't have necessarily clients external at the company, but you know, you provide work for, uh, you deliver work for you, for your superior, your boss, right. But if you do it consistently and it's quality, they're they're probably um, they're probably going to come to you again with maybe even bigger projects, you know, with with projects they're probably in more alignment with the things you want to do because you're all you're all centered around the work that makes sense for you, uh, the work that's not only aligned with the organization but the things that you want to go do. So it just all starts to kind of line up if that if that makes sense, and then the more opportunities you know come your way. Um, the next, the next uh, big pillar is is adaptability. Um, 
essentially you have to evolve with your brand over time or you become extinct. And so we've seen this a million times over with brands, traditional brands. Uh, if, we, if we think about COVID, it's a great example. Like companies had to evolve uh, how they provided service or they weren't going to be relevant anymore. Uh, businesses had to go completely online. So Anna, you do your business completely online already, which is amazing. Uh, but most companies didn't do that, you know, brick and mortar. And they had to figure out how do I bring my service online? Those that were savvy and they figured it out, um, they stayed relevant, but we saw a lot of people go under during COVID. A lot of people lose jobs. Um, so how do you stay? How do you become adaptable? You have to be thinking about what's ahead. Like what are the challenges that are ahead and how can I use the talents and gifts inside myself to actually, um, to actually provide value to the company, right? So you think about like, where's the, the company headed? Like what's their strategic, um, strategic, um, mission, um, what's what's happening for them that they care about and and what are those challenges that are associated with that and then how can i use the talents that i have bring those to the table um so i can provide value um you become an asset right so that's one of the whole things about branding become an organizational asset um and typically what i'd say is like you want to make sure that what you're what you're volunteering to do make sure that's in alignment with the things you want to go do as well right like really really um Feed your creative soul. And that's a huge part of adaptability. So when we're connected in with work that we really care about, um, we're, we're doing our, we're, we're, we're bringing our greatest professional potential to the table. So um, if we can think about like, okay, how can I uplevel myself a little bit? Like, what am I really interested in right now? Like, how can I serve my clients the best. Um, maybe it's niching down and helping them in like a really specific area, you know, whatever that may be. Maybe it means additional education. Maybe it means you sharpening the blade a little bit more, but that's you becoming adaptable, right. To better serve, um, and figuring it out. But, um, by you doing that, like you're always kind of feeding that creative, um, that creative center, that creative, you know, part of your soul. So you're really tapped into the work that makes sense. I mean, it is palpable when somebody is connected to work that they love, like you can feel it. Your clients are going to feel that. Like when you care, that's important. Um, which kind of rolls into the last one, which is purpose. Um, when you connect what you do to the greater good, you are centered. <laughs> what you do, what you do makes sense. That's when you have that motivation and you want to like to jump out of bed in the morning because you know how it ties to what matters. And you know, we worked a, a really hard, you know, with your with your clients and I mean your um your employees. And it was so interesting to me, like your employees. Um, I had never met such heart-centered employees. I mean, they just they cared so much of like they the purpose piece of what they do, like that was the easiest thing. That's usually the hardest thing for people. Like, what's the why? But the why was so easy for them. They all had a story connected to why they do this work and what fuels them to get up every single morning and just be at their best for, for your clients. And um, it, I mean, they literally, I I kid you not, like we were we were crying. <laughs> Like talking about the purpose piece because it's it's tied to some really emotional stuff. It's deeply rooted, like why they want to help some people get out of debt, like why they want to help people like hit that financial goal because their why is so huge, right? So inherently your your employees are just really connected to that so naturally. And I just thought that was I thought that was so just unique because I don't see that 
a lot, which means that you're like, your business is just very, very special. And what you do is so, so amazing. Um, anyway, but it's, it's just, it's a big important part of, of branding that, that purpose. Um, so, you know, what I find is that you're using these, these pillars, um, you, you truly, um, start to navigate the course. You start to think about where am I going? Like, what do I want to, what do I want to go accomplish? What do I want to, what do I want to go do? Whether it's a project, whether or not it's a five or 10 year plan, you start to like career map it out. Um, and I know one of the things you know, we do as an exercise in my training is that we literally take a timeline and we, we chart out like, um, uh, I like to call them poems, what we call them in the Navy. It's like a plan, objective, and milestone chart. <laughs> we put little bingo chips, you know, on this timeline and, and you chart out, hey, like, you know, in, in the next two years, I really want to do this thing. And then in the next 10 years, I really want to have this position. I want to be helping people in this way. And then you line it up with, uh, again, political savvy. You're starting to line that up you know, with the culture and framework of the organization, you see how you can provide value. And I'm telling you, when employees figure out how they're providing value to that company, they become so invaluable to the organization. The organization naturally wants to promote them, naturally um, wants to give them opportunities where they can excel that's connected with work, you know, that they want to go do. So it's pretty special. It's amazing. I, I, I love listening to you go through all of these things and teachings. You mentioned um, a little bit about um, how you saw within my organization, and that, that, that piece is really special to me, so thank you, how you saw this, this why um, within the folks that, um, that work here that do this amazing work of financial planning and, and really you know, helping people with, that, you know, with the money piece. How yeah. can we like, close our conversation today with, um, yeah. for our audience understand like is there a connection because we didn't just all of a sudden decided to talk about this today there is a huge connection right so oh my gosh well so I mean yeah 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 so you know if I could just say for a second here like yes the idea of branding for anyone any professional any busy professional who's listening yeah this is applicable to you because you know when we're doing work that we care about and and we're really leveling up ourselves okay thinking about being intentional about the career process um I, I believe that we can be more focused at home when we're, we're really intentional about what we're doing in the workplace. We're feeling fulfilled and connected. When we step out of that space, when we come home, we put the mom hat on or the dad hat on. We can actually be present for, for that piece. Um, but everything I shared today can be applied to money right? To the money mentality uh, piece of this. You all who are listening to this podcast, you probably have financial goals and they may all be different. For some of you, maybe you're trying to put a certain amount in savings. Maybe for some of you, you're trying to clear old student loan debt. Okay. That takes a long time to sometimes get rid of. Okay. And it can be very, um, <laughs> can be very overwhelming, which is why it's amazing. You have, you know, Anna's team to help walk you through that process. Um, but what I've learned myself is that, you know, applying these same, same principles to, to money and money mentality, it, it works. Um, who do I have to to be, to become the person I want to be. Um, same thing with money goals, right? So, you know, what makes me unique so I can go out there and earn money for myself, right? What can I do to earn money for myself and my family? Um, it's in alignment with the things I like to do and the things I'm naturally good at, which I think is important to, to note that. Um, but it gives you an idea of how you can go earn. And then when you think about, okay, well, 
how do I need to show up in my mindset and my energy so I can be in alignment um, with the energetic currency of money? <laughs> because here's the thing, energy has, money has its own energetic currency. Everything in the universe has its own energetic currency. I don't care if it's this desk, um, my cell phone, um, my pen, or if it's my physical body, but we all are vibrating in a certain state and so is money. So if we can carry the same energetic currency as money, which is high vibrational. Okay. So we talked about that hurt scale or that um, Hawkins scale, um, money's vibrating up here. So we have to elevate ourselves and get ourselves into a brand energy. That's going to be alignment with the flow of money. Um, and this might be a little bit new to some of you, a little bit like that's a little bit woo woo and thought, but I mean, here's the thing. It's, it's a, it's a mentality. So if you can get into a state of up leveling yourself, um, money flows, um, where there's ease, right. If there's, if there's that low vibrational state of like anger and feel it, fear and shame and all of that money is going to be hard to curate for yourself. It's going to be hard to earn high paying jobs. It's going to be hard to earn high paying clients. Um, so that energy piece is super huge with the money mindset. Um, when it comes to influence, I don't care if you're an entrepreneur, if you're an employee, when you have influence, um, people are going to want to do business with you. People do business with people they know, people that they trust. I'll say it again. Um, and so that influence piece is going to be huge um, when it comes to earning money for you and for your, for your families. Um, and then when it comes to the adaptability piece, we always have to be thinking about what's on the horizon. We always have to be thinking ahead and, and kind of looking to see what are the challenges, whether or not it's opportunities in certain markets. I mean, some of you who are listening right now have probably made some great investments with real estate during this time, right? Like what can help me? Guess what? Anna's employees, and, and literally I kid you not, they on a weekly basis take time to chart out what's happening in the environment to help you seize those opportunities. So the adaptability piece, they do that so naturally on your behalf, if you're a client of theirs. Um, and it doesn't matter what the goal is. They're, they're always looking at the environment to see what's up ahead so they can adapt your strategy financially to reach that goal that you have in mind, right? But that adaptability piece is, is important. You have to stay connected with whoever you're working with so you can adjust, you know, navigate the course a little bit better and evolve so you can stay relevant. So you can when I say, say relevant, I mean, meet your goal, right? <laughs> meet your financial goal. And then purpose. Why do you want to earn money? Like, why is that important to you? Why do you care about that? Um, is it because you got to put food on the table? Well, yeah. But is it, is it even different than that? Like, do you have something, an experience? Okay. It can be a little more, more self-fulfilling. Maybe it can be like a trip that you really want to take your family on. Okay. Like you want your kids to see a certain part of the country. And by goodness, like you're going to make it happen. So you're working with Anna's team to put enough in savings so you can afford that opportunity for your family. Or maybe it's college. Maybe you're trying to earn enough money to send your kids to a good college. Um, and that's like your biggest hope and dream. Um, so the way we do that is to make it easier, right? Like we don't want to make it harder. We want to make money work for us. And I think that we can take the branding that we're doing ourselves and we can even apply it to the lens of, of money and allowing money to flow um, in, into, <laughs> into our possession um, and, and make it work with the talents and gifts we have. Like that makes sense to me. Um, and it's just all a mindset. That's really, you know, is it possible for me? And it starts here like, yes, it is possible to earn yes, it is possible to do the work that I love. Yes, it is possible for me to do that and be a mom. <laughs> 
and do all the other things that I've got going on. Um, it's hard. I mean, I myself, I am, you know, I am, I'm in my second trimester of pregnancy. Um, I got a 20 month year old at home. My goodness. Like it's not all together all the time, but I'll tell you that like this kind of mindset, uh, this growth mindset that I've created some pillars around for branding has been just a, a force in my life to help me just be better and to quite honestly have sanity most days, <laughs> you know, especially around the energy piece. Cause guys, I got to tell you, even like just getting onto this podcast today, like, I had, you know, I had to make sure I had, you know, daycare coverage, right? Like, you know, my husband had a conflicting appointment I didn't know about. Right. And I'm like about losing my, losing myself this morning. Like, what do you, what do you mean? You're not going to be here for for that, you know, <laughs> and you know, I gotta, I gotta figure it out. And then I tried to get on and like the computer's not working. They can't, she can't, can't hear me, you know, it's nuts. And so look, sometimes Murphy's law, like things are going to go wrong, but like, what can you do within yourself? Like how, who is the person you really want to be? That's what this is about. I talk about brand energy, but it's really about like, who the heck do you want to be? So, you know, you can, you can show up as that best part of yourself. Um, how do you, how do you use tools to uh, get yourself back on track when everything is awry and things go crazy and you got screaming babies and there's piles of laundry and you still want to come through for all of the goals that you have, whether or not they're professional and they're sincerely just career-based, you know, or, or they're that, that money goal that you have for yourself. It's, it's really the same structure at the end of the day. And it comes down to, you know, how, um, how organized are we and committed um, to the success that we want to, we want to see for ourselves. Um, and I, and, and it's the habits, it's the routines and habits that we structure around this brand building that are really going to, going to get you there. I mean, when I, when I work with people and, and, and one of the reasons, um, you know, why I add this part to the training is because you need, you need the construct to make it happen. And so we do like a 90 day run together and we create the goals that correspond with the branding and okay, well, how are you going to do it? And we create the routines and the habits that go along with that. We, we knock down the roadblocks and, and some of the things that are going to get in our way. And we create the time and structure that makes sense to, to follow through, you know, on these goals. So then the end of it, like, yeah, we're stronger for ourselves um, and for our families, but like we hit a really significant career goal that helps you in the professional development space, um, in your career, but then also your organization wins too, which is really a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's it's amazing. I would love for our listeners to connect with you, Alexia. So where is the place for Aww, you? I'd love to connect with them. Um, well, you can you can always go to uh the ferrarifactor.com. Um, but I am really big on social platforms. I love to connect with my community on there. So Instagram is probably the best place to connect with me personally. Um, my handle is Alexia Mercedes Ferrari. And um, just like the cars. <laughs> um, and, you know, we can we can chat on there. Send me a DM. I'd love to, to hear whether or not you listen to this podcast and, and you liked it. You took something away from it, you know please share it on stories. Um, I think the more people that know about how they can better themselves and how they can earn for themselves and really create and curate a career that they're obsessed with, the better. Like that's my, that's my mission for people to do, do the work of their heart, like come through for their families in the way um, that makes sense. So they can, you know, get to those goals and get to those big dreams that they have. Totally awesome. We'll definitely include all the notes and, and links uh, down below here in the show notes. Thanks so much, Alexia. <laughs> I, I, love enjoy, I, love your, I love your energy. 
I love everything you're sharing. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much, Anna. This is such an honor to be here today. Thank you so much for sharing this message with your audience. Hey, money bosses. Are you ready to get your financial life in order? Once and for all, as soon as possible? Are you tired of living paycheck to paycheck? Do you often lose track of how much money you have to spend? Do you want to get your financial life together, but just don't quite know how? I am with you. I've been there. I've struggled through all of these. And I know you owe it to yourself. You owe it to yourself to get better. So why do you continue to struggle? I know you can get your own money in order. It took me years to figure out. It took me years of pain, struggle, frustration, anger. But you don't have to go through all of that. You don't even have to get a financial planning degree like I did in order to be successful. Allow me to present to you my Money Flow system, a free playbook of how you can automate your finances, even if you hate budgeting. After you download this free playbook, you will never have to worry about budgeting and who likes that budgeting thing anyway. You will stop accumulating debt and create a bulletproof plan of how to quickly pay it off. You will be able to pinpoint exactly what your income and expenses are. You will never have to miss a single bill again. And you will always, always have a solid idea of how much money is in each of your accounts. So head over to money-flowsystem.com to download my free Money Flow Playbook, a blueprint to streamline your finances in less five or five weeks. Guaranteed. Head over to money-flowsystem.com. Hey, Money Boss. Thanks for tuning in today. If this episode did help you, then please be sure to share it with someone else you think will benefit from it too. After all, smart financial decisions are for everyone. Uh, so don't be greedy. I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how thousands of clients I worked with in my career over the last 16 years created their very own successful financial lives on their terms. It's hard for me to do this over an audio, and if you are ready for the next chapter in your life, then be sure to go to MainStreet-Money.com to get your free resource guide to help you begin correcting top six financial mistakes I see people make all the time, such as not having clear financial goals, not having a handle on spending or saving for the future, not knowing how to get rid of all the debts, and of course, not having a clear strategy or plan on how to protect your hard-earned money. Until next time, remember, you are the boss of your money.